Ball Podcast Network. Welcome back for an emergency episode of Whitlock and the Vaughn. Uh, we appreciate you taking a step away from Tiger Woods choking at the Masters to break down the weekend slate of NBA games with us, plus we'll throw in Monday for you too. Uh, we felt the only way to do our uh, our fantastic viewers and listeners justice was to break this uh, break this remaining NBA schedule into little bite-sized pieces so we can try to give you the most up-to-date information possible uh, with the regular season dwindling down playoffs almost upon us. JK is going to do his best. He's dialed into the Masters right now, but he's going to do his best Hello, to stay friends. with us here. Welcome to Woodlock and the Vaughn. He's going to start the sending out ties day. via the mail. Here's a bow tie for that great fantasy performance. Congratulations. And this glorious, glorious Friday Friday afternoon here, <laughs> here in Butler Cabin. We uh, we will allow you to yell out dilly dilly, but only once. We'll limit it. We're, we're reasonable people here. Mashed potatoes is also allowed. <laughs> and activate the glutes is always. Always. Okay. always. Need to have the active glutes. Um, I'll kick us off on Saturday. My stud's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo going against the Knicks. As you might remember, the last time Giannis was in Madison Square Garden, mm. he jumped straight up and over Tim Hardaway Jr. That was unbelievable. Put him on a poster that will live forever if they're actually still making posters. I don't know if poster factories still exist. Can I buy a poster? If I go to Walmart, can I thumb through those little sleeves that they used to have back in the day? I don't know. But there should be one just for that. One of the most memorable dunks of the year, maybe the decade. Uh, Greek Freak, been very consistent against the Knicks. Hard not to be, I guess. Uh, he's gone for 53, 57, and 58 fan ball points. Um, and you would have to, actually have to go back all the way to 2016 to find the last time Anatokounmpo failed to score 50 fan ball points against the Knicks. Uh, last year put up 50, 59, and 72 fan ball points against New York. So you can see why I feel pretty safe saying he'll, uh, he'll top 50 plus in this game. Um, some quick hitters for you before JK gives you the dud. Uh, Anthony Davis, of course, uh, they're playing pretty much must win four and oh, three and one is what they're looking at Bunch to make of teams the playoffs in that West kind of cluster right there. I'm four to eight. Absolutely. Uh, he's averaging 63 fan ball points per game over his last five contests against the Warriors. Uh, hasn't finished with fewer than 52 in any of those games. Yeah. You know, that's one of the Warriors biggest, uh, biggest weaknesses, I guess, if they have any is that they don't really have anybody capable of slowing Davis down inside. Um, you know, you can throw, throw Draymond at him, throw, uh, McGee at him, but Zaza, Zaza, try and break his leg or something. That's maybe their best check in, maybe their best bet Uh, on golden state. Of course, being locked into the two, I think this game means more to new Orleans. You've seen golden state kind of mailing it in last night to get beat by 20 by Indiana at home. Um, Kirk called it pathetic. And and it was, but I I just don't think they're, they're too worried just yet. Um, Wilson Chandler, uh, at 5,700 of the Denver Nuggets going against the Clippers. This will probably be a playoff eliminator. The Clippers looked terrible yes. last night against the Jazz. Feels like they threw in the towel there. It, it looks like they might be done. And honestly, if I'm a Clippers fan, I'm not too mad. Um, you yeah. get that, you get yeah, that Pistons go. first round draft pick. Yep. And, and you were very competitive for the second, more competitive than the Pistons were in terms of a playoff race. You came right down to the yeah. wire. Yeah. Um, you got nice production out of Tobias Harris. Avery was a a, a bust, but I don't no, think probably. he's part of the plan going forward no, anyway. No, they'll probably let him walk. Yeah, free agent this year. Um, and now you're looking at two picks right around 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So, nice. They, I've seen a couple mocks where they're back-to-back, like 12, 13, somewhere in that range. Nice kickstart for yeah. their rebuild. Um, in this game, though, uh, both teams currently on the outside looking in. They're battling for that eight spot. Um, 
Wilson Chandler, really good the last time these two teams played. We've talked about in this show many times before. Tobias, not a great defender. Um, the one and only time uh, that these two teams played post-Blake uh, Griffin trade, Chandler had 39 fan ball points, which is good for seven times his value in this one. Uh, another one to look at, I just saw that... Uh, Danilo Gallinari's been ruled out for Saturday's contest. Yep. Tobias has been carrying the load anyway offensively for the Clippers. You could look to him in this one for sure. Um, Montrez Harrell also in this matchup for the Clippers. Uh, he's played at least 25 matchups, or just 25 matchups, 25 minutes in both matchups with the Nuggets this season. He had 26 and 36 fan ball points respectively. Uh, both of those are enough to clear five and a half times his value at his current cost. Uh, needs a minimum of 24 fan ball points to hit that. Nuggets ranked 26th in fan ball points allowed to power forwards this season. If you're feeling really ballsy, you could go with my boy, Boban Marjanovic. Ooh, wow. Uh, it would be risky. I mean, it would be really risky. Uh, he doesn't play a ton, um, but he played 15 extremely strong minutes against the Nuggets the last time these two teams faced off. He scored a season-high 18 points, 33 fan ball points. I don't know if Mike Malone has the the cojones to Stones. to run Boban out there, but he played 15 minutes last night against the Jazz. Mind you, that game got out of hand, so that's yeah. part of it. He only had 16 fan ball points in that game. This is a, if you're looking for a very high risk, potentially high reward, not going to have very high ownership. You could give him a try in tournament play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pau Gasol at 5300 going up against the Trailblazers. Uh, just had a really nice effort against the Lakers. His 15th double double of the season. JK called that one out in the daily. Uh, 34 fan ball points, not too shabby for the old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Powell has been just dominant against the Trailblazers this season. 38 fan ball points the first time around, 54 fan ball points the second. Um, those were both in games that LaMarcus Aldridge played a full 35 minutes or more, so there's nothing fluky going on. Uh, Spurs will be coming off two days rest. Nothing to be concerned about in terms of Gasol's ability to log major minutes in this one. Like him a lot. Uh, JK's boy in 3v3, Sean Kilpatrick oh, yeah. at 3600. You mocked me. You mocked me. I did. I did. I thought you were a fool. And uh, the score, which I am currently down si- with five games each left for each of us, we're dead even in games. I am down 60 points. So okay. who's laughing now? Not me. Uh, <laughs> since we were on the air Monday, Denzel Valentine, he's yeah. been shut down for the year, joining uh, Zach Levine and Chris Dunn. Kilpatrick so far for JK this week. He already went for 29.5 fan ball points Tuesday mm-hmm. against the Hornets, mm-hmm. um, averaging just over one fan ball point per minute, which is fantastic. Mm. Uh, talked about it many times. Uh, Nets being fantastic uh, to target. They rank in the top 10 in the league in pace, uh, leads to plenty of possessions. They also rank in the bottom six in defensive efficiency. They've given yeah. up an average of 113 points over the last 10 games. Love that one. Uh, also in that one, Jared Allen. Uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. We talk a lot of shit about Brooklyn's ability to defend centers, but right behind them in the standings, the Chicago Bulls, giving up 41 fan ball points Oof. per game. Uh, and Lopez is done, I think. I think so, too. Uh, yeah. Allen had 38 fan ball points the last time these two teams met. He could be in line for another strong performance. Kylo Quinn for the New York Knickerbockers, uh, $5,000. Enos Kanter didn't practice on Thursday. Uh, he hasn't been officially ruled out Friday, but I highly doubt he plays. Uh, it's very possible his season is probably done at this point. He's got both a wrist and a back injury, I believe. Um, O'Quinn, the last two matchups against the Pistons and the Magic, 33 and 41 fan ball points respectively. Needs just 27 and a half to hit five and a half times his value. Should be very, very doable against a Milwaukee defense that gives up an average of 40 fan ball points per game to the position. That is the fourth most in the league. 
and with that, I will kick it over to JK for the Z Dead. All right, I'm going to recommend fading Brody Russell Westbrook on Saturday. I think you're insane for this, by the 13, way. Thirteen thousand versus Houston. Why do you say that? Uh, he's had what six triple doubles in his last twelve games. Mm-hmm. His last eight games, he's got four Let's with see, seventy. Got, no, he didn't under. have a triple double against Golden State. Six in his last twelve games. Okay. Mm. He's going to wind up One, averaging two, a triple double on the season again. His, I will give you to your credit here. To your credit, I did look the last time against Houston. He was bad, not very good. Bad against. Not Houston. very good at all. Especially Past he's at thirteen k. He's very thirteen k. So we need seventy one. Past two times, he's, the he's played the Rockets. He's, they've shut him down. He's recorded games, fan ball performances of sixty three and fifty one, both way under the value of seventy one that he needs. Houston owns the seventh best defensive rating all season since the All Star break. They're the fourth best team on defense. Last season too, I looked at the numbers. Brody came in under value in three out of those four contests against Houston, and one of those contests he had a triple double. He went twenty seven, ten, and ten, and was still under value at his current price right now. That's tough to the fathom. numbers there. It's just it's I, the, I can't help but think like the Thunder or another team where it's like they have to win. I know. Houston's locked in. It but means- D'Antoni has shown, I mean, you watch for the status, but D'Antoni has talked about it and it, they've shown like, that game last night against Portland that they're not slowing down. That's true. They haven't started They took that one yet. to the wire versus Portland. You're right. They have nothing to play for. Golden State losing to Indiana all but essentially locked them up for the one seed. But they're trying to get everybody. They're trying to stay informed. I mean, some guys may rest here and there. I, again, if Paul or Harden both sit and or – if both sit or if – Paul or Harden say, yeah, I would definitely still play Russ, but if they go full squad, I, I don't like Russ on, on uh, Saturday. All right, fair enough. Take us into Sunday. Sunday stud, Kevin Durant, $11,300 at Phoenix. Uh, I starred this one because they play – Aaron talked about it just two seconds ago. They play uh, New Orleans Pelicans on Saturday. They could look to sit Durant here because they, they this is a at – so they go at – they're home versus New Orleans, and they go at Phoenix, and then they think they come back home – Oh, no, they go at Utah. Okay, so still he could sit in this game. Um, these two teams just played each other on Easter Sunday. Durant dropped 60 fan ball points while leading the starters in usage at 26.5. He took 19 shots, which is tied for the team lead with Clay. Suns over the last five games ranked 28, slowing down opposing small forwards. Suns are now the last place team in defensive rating. And, yeah, again, just monitor it. They're in a back-to-back. They pretty much have the two-seed, right? I don't think anyone else can come up and catch. Can Portland come up and catch them? No, they're locked into the two seed. Uh, Houston's locked into the one. Okay, so yeah, in a back to back, and especially with the poor efforts, maybe it's just a, maybe it's maybe they're just worn down. I really don't know. But watch Durant if he does sit. I got another one for you, stud. Terry Rozier, six thousand nine hundred dollars versus Atlanta Hawks. Woes dropped a bomb on us yesterday. Kyrie Irving out for the season and the playoffs. Getting those those, uh, two screws removed from his knee from the injury back in 2015 where he fractured his kneecap against the Warriors in the finals. Um, There's a really slim chance, probably really less than 1%, if 1% chance that the Hawks can – I mean, excuse me, the Celtics can – he plays the Hawks Saturday night. Chances the Celtics catch the Raptors for the one seed. It would take a miracle, but their schedule is... I'll touch on it later, but their schedule is incredibly easy to close. I Who, wonder, Toronto's or Boston's? Boston's. Yeah, and they're already sending out... As I was writing this, I saw they're sitting out Tatum and Horford Friday night tonight. Yep. So they may look to rest some guys, but I actually think they play Rosie here because of the Kyrie Irving injury, and I think he's missed some games too with a quad injury. And I think they look to get him just kind of rounded into form as a starting point guard and handling the duties. Because they for a while, when he when Kyrie was out early on, they refused to put him in the starting lineup because they wanted him to get 
used to running the twos right in the second unit now he's going to have to get used to running with ones yeah straight up so they might play they might play him in this game against the hawks it's at home too so it's not a it's not a you know huge travel or anything like that i mean the hawks have made no secret they're tanking over the last 10 games they ranked 28 slowing down opposing point guards and i again like i talked about i think they play rosier here with Kyrie out. A couple quick hitters. Uh, Real quick, but sorry, yeah. before we go into that. Go for ahead. Just speaking speaking to Boston and to tonight with those two guys, for those yeah. who are tuned in live with us on Periscope, um, you think Mar- about Marcus Morris? Marcus Morris has to be played tonight. Greg yeah. Monroe, no. maybe? With Horford out? Yeah, or Baines. Who sees more time there? Probably Monroe. I think Baines probably yeah. starts, but Monroe gets more time, scores yeah. more fan ball points. I agree with you. Yeah, Morris is Marcus a must. Morris, I like Must, must play. Yeah. Tatum out. Okay, Lark, uh, is Lark Is Rozier playing tonight? Yeah, he is Rogers playing tonight. tonight. Yeah. So is Larkin's, Larkin's available to play tonight. too. Okay. But yeah, Marcus Morris is the must play tonight if you're listening in on Periscope. Good call, Aaron. All right, go ahead. Sorry to cut uh, you off. Quick hitters. No, you're good. Uh, Anthony Tolliver at Memphis, $4,900. Uh, sadly for Aaron and the rest of the Pistons <laughs> fan base, the Detroit Pistons have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, I'm, Aaron, you you have a pulse on this. Highly doubt that Blake Griffin comes back, right? I think he's done with for the out year, of, yeah. With her out of the playoffs, they don't want to risk injury to Would him. Would be foolish. Uh, but the Grizz are down to – so if they play the Grizzlies, Tolliver should see the most of the minutes if Blake Griffin sits. The Grizz are down to about nine healthy players. <laughs> that's the that's the even right. might yeah. be putting it – Terrell uh... Martin, yeah, Parsons is already done. Uh, Selden's done for the year. Martin's done for the year. I don't know what if Jay Michael's both, done for Green. Sitting Jay both Mike. Green and uh, Gasol tonight. Yeah, so I think those guys – they got about nine healthy players, and about half of those guys are from their G League team. So Unreal. I love Tolliver against uh, – at Memphis – and the Grizz ranked 24th over the last five games, slowing down opposing power forwards, the backups. I, and again, I kind of like Drummond here, too. You talked about it. He kind of plays. He he'll kind of shows he'll out. He'll keep going for numbers. Yeah, he'll keep he going for numbers. Will. Yeah, keeping those season stats up. Yep, yes. Steven averages up. He's $9,700 at Memphis. Love Drummond. Uh, we just talked about him two seconds ago. Marcus Morris versus Atlanta. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 5, 000, he's at $5,100 currently. Look at that. Again, they're resting Tatum and Horford tonight. They face a Hawks team that's bottom 10 in defensive rating, so, um, and they've moved Collins in, in, to the starting power forward. He's not a great defender as of yet, so I like Morris there. Um, I saw you we, you, we both kind of touched on this. Toronto is it, will be starting a back-to-back on, this is Sunday, yeah. Toronto will be starting a back-to-back Sunday. They're at home versus Orlando, and then they go and play at Detroit. Correct. Uh, it'd be interesting, and they're at home where they're really they're much better at home than they're – well, not much better, but they're a, better, a really good home team. Absolutely. Uh, just interesting to watch the starters. I didn't put Lowry and DeRozan here, even though both of them kind of have really good matchups because uh, I think those guys sit early as they get rested for the playoffs. Uh, I, I think that – you know they want to. My question yeah. is they play Indiana tonight. If you lose that game and Boston takes care of their business and beats Chicago, it's like – yeah. I know Boston, they're three games back with four games to play. Yeah, so they would need yeah. They would need a near miracle. The season series is tied. Uh assuming but, assuming Boston takes care of business against I think the Knicks, they'll have the same division record. Will Orlando put up much of a fight though? That's my only fear too. Uh, like if this game Orlando, gets out of ham at no. home, you know God, what I mean? God, they sit no. Lowry or DeRozan for the second half. They've they already I mean, you saw their last game, they sat Vucevic, uh sat a whole laundry list yeah, of guys. I think Simmons is done for the year. I, I think a blowout's high. Isaac's probably done for the year. Their first round pick. So, e- even yeah. if you're La- even if Lowry and DeRozan started, there's a they could be done yeah. by half. The one guy I kind of I liked in this matchup was uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. Um, you know Vucevic and Biombo have some formidable size, which tends to lean towards uh, Jonas seeing more minutes than he's used to. 
they also ranked Magic ranked 24th in slowing down opposing centers. Vucevic is not known as a great defender, even though he's a beast offensively. Uh, so I'd like Jonas there. Uh, here's a good one here. Uh, this is his first appearance on the podcast. That I am sure of. <laughs> Dante Exum, the Oof. former first-round pick for the Utah Jazz. Uh, as Aaron touched on, the Jazz dismantled Clippers last night. Uh, in the meanwhile, though, Ricky Rubio exited the game with a hamstring injury. That is something to monitor for this game because Exum, if Rubio sits, Dante Exum is only at $3,200, presents great, great value at Los Angeles Lakers, who are, I would imagine, they're sitting ball for the rest of the He's year, too. No, absolutely. No risk. Ingram's done. Yeah, no one to hurt him or risk further injury to Ball's knee. And the, Isaiah Thomas is out, so they're, I, they're running out Josh Hart at point guard, who's decent. But I love Exum here. Uh, in that game against uh, the Clippers, here's what he did. Logged 24 minutes, he attempted nine shots, and he was a plus 14. Uh, fantasy, fantasy-wise, he put up 26 fan ball points, and he only needs 17 fan ball points to be valued at his low price. And the Lakers on the season are ranked 26th. 26th slowing down opposing point card. So if Rubio sits, I love Exum here. This is a great value play. In the same light, if Rubio sits, love Rudy Gobert. Uh, they, Lakers are dead last in the league for allowing the most opponents points in the paint. They're averaging Their opponents are averaging 48 against the Lakers per game. That's the worst. And Gobert averages a little bit just shy of 10. It's about 9.8 per uh, points per paint in the game. Love Gobert. I definitely think he sees an uptick in usage if... Rubio sits that game. Two more quick ones. Draymond Green against and then if he plays at Phoenix, these two teams played on Easter. He collected a double double, had 46 fanball points. He's four points shy of his value. He needs 50, but he had 13 points, 12 assists. So and their sons are the second worst team in fanball, slowing down opposing power forwards. And the same late Marquise Chris, even though Lens back, uh, he's still he's still hauling in double digit rebounds and seeing uh 25 at least 25 minutes on the floor. On Easter, he went for 38 fanball points against the Warriors, which is seven and a half times his value. Uh, Aaron's got the dud on Sunday. Who you, who you not liking? You know, I, I mulled this one for a bit. I didn't. There's nobody who jumped off the page where I was just like, "Oh God, you gotta yeah. fade this guy." Yep, didn't feel that way. But Dwight Howard, I don't think he's necessarily mailing it in down the stretch. But I also think it's probably difficult to bring your highest level of effort when you know you're not playing for anything yep. uh, down the stretch. He's going against Indiana. Um, He's come in under value both games against the Pacers this season. Uh, had 42 fan ball points in the first matchup. That was with Miles Turner in his second game back from a knee injury. Um, coming off the bench in that game, Zabonis started. The teams then played the following week. Turner back in the starting lineup. Howard scored only 32 fan ball points in that matchup. Um, he's at 9,600. It's expensive. It's late in the season. I mean, we saw him just beat up on the Chicago Bulls in his last outing. Before that, he played the Sixers without Embiid, had like 10 points and 10 rebounds. Not great. Mm. Um, I, I just expect him to come out a little a little low energy with the season winding down. I agree. Um, and that'll take us into Monday. We're going to kind of split this one up. We'll talk through uh, just kind of quickly, uh, sort of high level on the matchups. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with my boys, the Detroit Pistons, uh, welcoming in the Toronto Raptors. Uh, announced just today, Reggie Bullock is done for the year. Luke Kennard will step into the starting lineup for oh, the yeah. remainder. Oh, yeah. Only 3,300, especially in a game where I could see Toronto. It's very possible that after the if weekend's they, over, they'll already have it locked up. Yeah, if they win the night before his game, I'm pretty sure. And if Boston, it, I think if they have won all their games to that point, I think, yeah, they, It'll be the, over. Boston will run out of games to catch up. So. Exactly. So, 
You could see uh, Toronto sitting a lot of players, which would make that a great start for Kennard. Uh, Anthony Tolliver, Jake already touched on him. Yeah. As long as his price doesn't get too high, I, I really low fives. Bit, right? yeah. He's at 4-9 as of today. I'm fine with that price. He's hit 32 fan ball points in back-to-back performances. Don't like him at 5,500, maybe. Let's say that's my cutoff for him. Okay. Um, assuming that Toronto does have things under control, uh, Fred Van Vliet, got to take a look at him yep. at 3,800. Uh, DeLon Wright at 3,500. Uh, Jakob Podol could step in for Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Pascal Sakam. Yeah, I like him. Um, 3,500. Again, laundry list of guys at three thir- or, uh, at below 4K. Below 4,000. Um, if Toronto, for some reason, uh, they lose to Indiana tonight, Boston wins a couple, they do play their starters. I do like Valanciunas. Uh, he's had double-doubles in two of his last three matchup against the Pistons, mm-hmm. scoring 44 and 45 fan ball points. Uh, and if you wanted to pay up, I say it almost every week, I don't love paying up for Raptors, but DeMar DeRozan did have 42 points the last time around against the Pistons, and he would have Luke Kennard guarding him. That's pretty exploitable. That's, yep. Um, Chicago, Brooklyn. Oh, man. I, I just have a, such a hard time with Brooklyn right now touching them because they're so all over the place. Who, Brooklyn? Yeah, it's yeah. like on any given night, you could have Ronda Hollis-Jefferson, Karis yeah. LeVert. Uh, DeMar Carroll, is he still playing? Carroll, Crab, yep. D'Angelo Russell. Yep. It's, it's just such a crapshoot. Uh, as I mentioned earlier for Saturday, Sean Kilpatrick could be one to look out for. Uh, maybe Jared Allen. Uh, maybe Joe Harris. <laughs> JK, the, your boy. The finished Mamba. Don't forget about him. The finisher. <laughs> I can't believe he's actually playing still. I yeah. can't believe they're well, going to Wait, he's not hurt, is he? No, he's not he's hurt. Not, it's not that he's hurt. I'm just surprised they're not proactively shutting him down. Yeah. They wanted to get some you know, experience. He missed a bunch of games with That's some true. back stuff and... Yeah, they just want to get him as much experience as possible. He is, he's the future. But use use Saturday's matchup as your guiding principle for, for Monday. You know, yeah. kind of Take a look at what you see there. As long as there's nothing that's like a crazy outlier, that'll give you a really good picture of who you should be targeting for Monday. Uh, OKC in Miami. For me, it's hard to fade Russ even at thirty or $13,000. Uh, he had 61 fan ball points. I know that's a little below what he's going to need here uh, against the Heat. He was just shy of a triple-double in that one. Um What's going to be interesting is to me is uh, the My- trio of Miami, Washington, and Milwaukee down these last three or four games yeah. here. Do any of them really give a shit where they finish? I think I, that's what I was just going to touch on because I think Miami might start try and drop to set in that seven to eight range to play a, a banged up Boston team or even a Toronto team that's got is a lot of question really marks of now. Toronto? Yeah, no, they got a lot of question marks now heading into the playoffs. But yeah, I think I, man, I, I'm not saying anybody's going to deliberately, deliberately tank because you don't know you don't know where Philly and Cleveland are going to wind yeah, up. Yeah, tonight we'll tell that. Yep, we'll have a much better idea after tonight. Um, and I'm not saying anybody would intentionally lose, but it also wouldn't shock me if any of those three teams wanted to rest players those final th- like yeah, you know yeah. If you're Milwaukee, you took Toronto to six games last year. Yep, uh, nobody should really be that afraid of Boston at this point. I know Brad Stevens is a great coach, and they've still got a few pieces. They're so but beat up, man. They've lost. You know, their two best players are gone. Yeah, um, two highest paid players too. But if they are, uh, if the Heat, especially if the Heat aren't rolling out their starters in this one, uh, Stephen Adams. Yeah. Oh, Stephen Adams. Sorry, go ahead. Too. If, if Hassan Whiteside were to sit, mm. uh, he scored forty four uh, in that previous matchup against the Heat with Whiteside out. Um, how about Cleveland, New York, J.K. Uh, our, like our I think Cavs if guy. depending on what happens here. Tonight against Philly, they will be 
one game up with two to play against Philly. Philly will also have the same, and I think they need to win at least one more because they own the tiebreaker versus Philly. So even if they they need to win this game Monday, it's mon- they do a home-at-home. Home. So Monday they'll play at the MSG, and then Wednesday they'll come back home and play and uh, play the Knicks and Cleveland. That game, I'm for sure, if Cleveland wins tonight, they'll sit everybody. Uh, I all, LeBron's at a, LeBron loves to show out at MSG. Oh, it's God. kind of a weird spot for him that it's at the end of the year. And they're trying to get healthy. I mean, Calderon's probably questionable tonight. George Hill, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Yep. Uh, so they, their big thing is you know playing well and but most importantly being healthy. Yep. Uh, so to, and they're in a back to back tonight versus Philly after that massive comeback against Washington last night. What a game! If I think LeBron, I think they play big minutes against. Well, not big minutes, but I think he plays. He tries his hardest against New York. He gets a decent at New York. There. I just yeah. Could see maybe Pardon? Trey Burke in this one. Yeah, too. Yep. Uh, on the Dep- other side, if, of it. especially if uh, uh, Hill and Calderon are still sitting. I mean, they struggled with Wall That's last right. night big time. That's right. No one really could shut down. They had Jeff Green on Wall last night, so they really had some matchup problems against Wall last night. Usually, Hill would be in that spot because he's a much better defender. But yeah, Trey Burke here for sure. Kylo Quinn maybe again, yeah. assuming assuming Canner's not back. Yeah, uh, I know Tristan Thompson's been picking it up a little bit lately. Uh, but I gotta think maybe Kevin Love gets a little extended run since having missed so many games. Absolutely. Oh God, he could yeah. be a good play here against Kylo Quinn. I mean, he yep. was kind of beating up on uh, Gortat last night in the first half. For some reason, they didn't go to him in the second half. But I mean, he was just hitting threes, and Gortat just couldn't extend on him the three point line. No, it was bizarre how he – I mean, he really just disappeared. He had one shot in the second half. Altogether. Yeah. yeah. 26 fan ball points in the first half, yeah. finished with 30. Yeah. Crazy. Ridiculous. Uh, Orlando-Milwaukee, this is a good one. Uh, this is – again, Hizonia. I just – I like Hazonia just because, I mean, they've been sitting Simmons. They've been yeah. sitting Fournier. Sitting uh, – Fournier's probably done for the year. They've been sitting Isaac. Uh, Vucevic just sat out the last game. Wouldn't shock me to see Aaron Gordon sit out. As long as they continue that pattern, uh, Hizonia is one of the guys who should see quite a bit of runs and hold some value here. Uh, Vucevic, if, if he, he does plays, play. yeah, we've talked about Milwaukee's the worst rebounding team in the league still. So. Yeah, he tore him up the last time too. Uh, one rebound and one assist shy of a Ooh. triple double. Still had fifty four nice. fan ball points. Uh, Giannis, if he plays, had sixty nine fan ball points in his most recent matchup with Orlando. I, I just don't know how the Bucks approach that one if they. If they feel if they value you know just playing right up into the end to keep everybody uh, you know keep the momentum going, or if they would rather just get guys rest heading into the playoffs, uh, it's just such a hard yeah. one to gauge for me. Um, but uh, probably probably really your trio of Giannis. There just hasn't really been a lot of depth guys, uh, value guys for Milwaukee carrying no. value consistently. So it's really Bledsoe, no. Middleton, Middleton, and Giannis. Yep, those are three guys. Um, Memphis, Minnesota. We've touched on the Grizzlies and what a mess they are. You could look to a couple guys I called out in the daily tonight. Uh, former uh, Spartan, Deonta Davis, he'll be starting at center, only $3,000. And then uh, former Cal Bear, Yvonne Rabb, 3200 at power yeah, forward. Geez. Martin done for the year. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if Gasol doesn't play another game. Maybe you get Jamichael Green worked back in there, but yeah, I don't think he's going to play either. If those three guys are he's out, got a knee injury, yeah. then I mean. Go love Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns on the other those side guys of it. Are out, Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, they because they're, they're fighting for their lives Minnesota now. They need every one. Yeah, yep, they don't have the luxury. Uh, they're gonna have to play. They're basically effectively tied for the eight slash nine seed with Denver after their loss last night. 
was not pretty down the stretch for them. Um, Butler's returning tonight, I saw. Correct. Um, Carl Anthony Towns at 47 the last time against the <sighs> Grizz. That was just a little over a week ago, not long, but I think he could do a little bit more damage, of course, with uh, with Gasol and Green out. Um, let's see here. What else? We got Sacramento and San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. San Antonio still has to play for playoff spot Absolutely. too. They're the same. Them and Memphis are in the same game. They're playing terrible opponents, but they're in spots where they can't afford to lose those games. Yeah, I like what you Dejounte Murray, uh, Kyle Gasol, Sacramento banged up inside. Yeah, Skull's been out. Yeah. Uh, Randolph is just done. I think he's done. They they're rolling out. Trill still, right? has been out for the last three games. Yeah, Willie Trill, they're rolling out. But like you've talked about earlier on the show, uh, Murray, much better rebounder than he is a yeah. passer. Uh, so he and the Kings maybe, are like bottom five in rebounding, I think. Too. Yeah, they're pretty bad and especially banged up. Uh, terrible defender so far to this point in his young career, De'Aaron Fox. Yep. Um, Pau Gasol, we talked about earlier in the show, could be a decent value. Yep. LaMarcus Aldridge has, of course, been carrying the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, he could be a good spot there too. You could see. I just see this being a really low scoring, grinded out sort of game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if neither of these teams broke a hundred. Uh, Portland, Denver, huge, big game, huge playoff <clears throat> implications here. Um, it's another one where it's a Jokic has been playing out of his mind. If you're looking for somebody to pay up for it, I think he's at about eleven one. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's been on fire. He's trying to carry this Denver team in the playoffs. Absolutely, Jamal Murray has been doing a great job of scoring the basketball, but he does not. He really fill out the statute other really than points, yeah. And he's expensive. That's my problem there. Uh, <laughs> Devin Harris was feeling his damn self last night. Oof, five I, threes, six threes. I don't know if you go back to that. I mean, he's the guy. He finished with twenty points and like two rebounds and an assist. Like, yeah. He didn't do much else outside of that. But Gary Harris has already been ruled out of um, Saturday's game. Okay, so. so if if he's out, maybe you consider that. Uh, Barton hasn't stepped up quite the way you'd like him to for the cost he's currently at. Yeah, he's at like seven two, I think. Um, but potentially uh, nobody's gonna mistake CJ McCollum for a great defender. Mm-mm. Um, then rounding out the uh the Monday slate is New Orleans and the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers look like they're on the outs, like we yeah. talked about. New Orleans will probably need this game to stay in it. Yeah, absolutely. They, or to keep up their seed. Yeah. yeah, they can't give up anything. So Anthony Davis, of course. Uh. That's another team. Unfortunately, there's just not a lot of value to be found there in New yeah. Orleans. You for roll me. the dice with Rondo here, maybe. You Rondo's the one Rondo's guy who's kind like of a mid-level that you could roll double the dice digit on. assist. Yeah. What about Drew Holiday? No, for New Orleans. Uh, I like Drew Holiday. He's not been hitting his value lately. Yeah. He's been close. I've got him in a lineup tonight. Uh, the Clippers. Uh, they don't. I have scare Rondo me at all. in a lineup tonight. Who they? Who do they play again? They play Phoenix. Phoenix tonight. Yeah. Phoenix I got Rondo in a lineup without tonight. Alfred Payton too. Yeah. Which not that he's a great defender, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, I would on the flip side, Austin Rivers. Neither of these teams are particularly good at defending the guards. No, um, that's what I was kind of yeah thinking. Holiday or Rondo, you know, just kind of those yeah. Rondo or the right one on twos that. for L.A. Clippers. Yeah, Rivers. That sort of fifty-seven to mid sixes. Yeah, yeah Tiadosic. Now I would probably fade. Yeah, he's been disappointed this year. Maybe we'll touch on that on Monday. Disappointments, uh, fantasy basketball. Disappointments. That's right. Tiadosic so, could end up on my list. <sighs> You had high you had high hopes for him this Damn, year coming the in. Freaking preseason vid- highlight videos of him dishing out those passes were unreal. And even this year, he had a couple good ones early on in the year. He, he had one a couple nights ago where he threw it oh, behind, behind his head. Behind his looking. head, no look to DeAndre, and that DeAndre cut to the hoop and dunked it. But yeah, outside of that, he just he was kind of unimpressive. Yeah. You know in- what it is? Injuries it's are tough. part of that. It's uh yeah, but that's the thing. He's just not they're not used to the guys that come over from Europe, and you've kind of seen it. 
a little bit with some guys, but they're just not used to playing that many games in that many days. Yep. They do like play games on weekends, then they do rest, practice, then play games on weekends. You know what I mean? They don't play. They may play more games. I'm pretty sure they may play more than 82 of their seasons longer, but there's way more days in between games. Way more days. It's a big adjustment. And I'm not sure. I'm not a European basketball expert, but I'm not sure the travel is as extensive as it is here in the States. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I, I couldn't You're say going for sure cross one country way or the from other, LA. Yeah, I don't know, but I definitely know for sure that there's a lot more days in between games. That's why a lot of teams have hesitation with. I mean, you've already seen it. Porzingis, you know, he tore the ACL. What do you, whether you want to put that as a freak thing or just like a stamina thing? Yep. Teodosic had the foot injuries. So. But he's a guy who had been complaining about feeling tired yeah. prior to that. Yeah, happening. he did. Yep, exactly. So that rounds out the last regular season weekend. Hard to believe. It is. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again on Monday, of course, to break down the final two days of the NBA season. We'll be handing out some some season-long awards, which are, of course, called the Vonnies. Uh, (laughs) The Vonnies. Very prestigious award. The Salty Owls. Who's the saltiest player in the NBA? Uh, maybe some of our uh, some of our favorites, some of our uh, the most petty moments in the mm, NBA from our early Swish and Brick days. There was a uh, lot of good ones. It'll be a fun show, and uh, and we'll try and update you then on what our playoff podcast schedule is going to be like. So, again, thanks, uh, as always, for listening. See you on Monday. Have a good weekend.